And if you're asleep and listening, wake the hell up. Come on, we're putting an effort here. Nothing to do. <laughs> Not for the rest of the night. I'm ready. Nowhere to be. But here. Welcome to the Sat Around. Oh, <laughs> wow. All right, you're interrupting my like 24-hour television watching spree. And and that start again tomorrow. That is a voice that we will introduce in a moment. We're going to let her watch her TV for another second. <laughs> It is actually the whip around. Do, don't attempt to adjust your set, which I'm pretty sure these days it, <laughs> would not help in this would, case. Would count. What's that word when you do something to your phone? You unlock it or something? You jailbreak it or don't, something? Do not jailbreak your phone. Yeah. We are controlling yeah. this, this stupidity. All your audio base are belong to us. Anyway, I'm Sean Hayes. <laughs> Weird news, whip around, macabre. Uh, I'm not alone. Extra not alone today, but let's, you know, one one thing at a time here before the, the super special moment. Uh, across from me is a guy who's who <laughs> appears to be wearing, like, uh, okay, picture, your, it's a cardigan. picture your grandma. It's and, a cardigan. And she had this idea that she was going to grow a cardigan out of, like, chia. <laughs> That would it be, sounds very cottage court, Sean, and I don't think you should be judging. I'm gonna Thank a, you. I'm gonna get a, very of the moment. That's right. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna, hey, we're going to yeah, get this picture. Introduce yourself, you bum. Do it or she's going to think I'm talking Ph- to her. Phil Laporta, <laughs> science and the weird news. I'm here in the studio too. But as you may have gathered, if, if, <laughs> if you're not deaf, we are not alone, the two of us. If they are deaf, let's make fun of them. They... <laughs> They'll never find out. It's a right. podcast. It's like the Amish with TV. <laughs> or podcasts, actually. <laughs> really, for that matter. Fuck you, Amish. <laughs> we are not alone extra because we are being joined through the magic of the internet. That was the most awkward <laughs> phrase I've Shut ever up. heard in my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By a returning guest. Woo! Whom I am in the presence of for the first time, Simka Griffin. Ladies and gentlemen, Simka Griffin. Welcome to the show, Simka. Hello, thank you for having me. Nice to be on the show with you for the first time, Phil. Nice to see you, talk Thanks. to you again, Sean. Word. Hello, citizens. And, and we're especially excited that Simka is with us because and I, I don't want to get specific yet. Don't you say a thing then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But why are you excited? I want to know. Well, because Simka is here with um with a segment. Like she's got a Simka's got a thing, right? Remember Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Phil. Aerosmith. Yeah, that was the seventies. We were referencing the eighties before. That you wasn't too the far 70s. back. Wasn't that one the seventies? Janie's got a gun. Got a gun. That was like the nineties. Mm, yeah, maybe. No, eighty. Whatever. That was like ninety three, I think. Thank you, Simka. I'm gonna look that up. In the meantime, but Simka, how have you been yeah. since the last time we we talked to you? What is up uh, as in whip around parlance? What's up with you? <laughs> well, you know, um, things are weird. It was a very weird 2020. I don't think I was on the show in 2020, but um, That's things why it was got weird. weird. That's why. <laughs> uh, some people think you know 2020 was a parallel universe that we slipped into. Um, maybe they're right. I don't know. But as long as it's I gone. basically, what? As long as it's gone. As long as it's gone. But um, yeah, basically, I spent the time inside uh, making my house nice and comfortable, like uh, a little hamster building a nest, which which was fun. Um, and I spent a lot of time 
doing a lot of cooking because Pete and I went vegan in October. So there's been a learning curve there. I did not know this. That's uh, that's a challenge always. It is. It It really is. Phil with the color commentary. That's harder than normal eating. (laughs) How is the the veganism going? Is one of you perhaps uh, more natural at it than the other? Have any surprises? Um, I was honestly surprised that Pete decided to go vegan because I told him that I was doing it. I told him I would like him to do it. And he just like immediately went for it. I think maybe one day and then the next day he was like just all about it. And um, and we're not like, go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Um, For our listeners, for the citizens Uh out there, Simca is not what you would describe as uh, a a an inarticulate, uninteresting, unattractive person. So the fact that like her boyfriend is like, okay, I you, better do you this told me that you want me to do this thing. I, I <laughs> guess I'll do. It. I admire his 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 stick itiveness but that's hardly surprising. But I'm sorry, I, I interrupted <laughs> again. It's a testament to his character too, I think, and you know his mm-hmm. itiveness is admirable. But you know, it hasn't you, been that hard, and we've been trying to just kind of replicate stuff that we already liked and you know he's greek so a lot of what he ate anyway was pretty good um obviously we had to get rid of a lot of meat and cheese but um you know it's been fun today i made vegan pastrami with a celery root so (laughs) you know what when you threw the celery root in there i was thrown off i i (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all down with it. I'm, I tell you what, there's so much that's good out there that just doesn't include meat. I'm, yeah, well. I always think I can do it, and then there's sushi, and I'm like, nope, can't do Kate it. Kate made brownies out of black beans. Oh, very oh. nice. Ask me how they were. How were they? I did not try them. <laughs> oh, come on. Because I'm a brownie purist. <laughs> I won't even eat a blondie. Oh, they make me you nauseous. Try, like, for... I did. I did. Try. I worked at an Applebee's. I've tried all that dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you didn't try her black bean brownies just even for feedback for her. No, we're, we're, I got the job, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I've tried a lot of stuff like she's doing this whole, you know, uh, more like she's adding vegan elements, you know, um, mm-hmm. she's vegan curious. And so I've tried a few things and some goes great, but I draw the line yeah. at brownies that are actually beans. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, nobody ever goes vegan because, you know, it tastes bad you yeah, know, eating true. meat and dairy and cheese. So, Fair point. uh, it, that's definitely been a challenge for me because I am like a super picky eater, um, to the point where it's actually like an issue. It's not just like a pickiness, like it's bad. Um, it's like I'm gonna I, die on this hill, yeah. literally, because I don't have any food. I, I <laughs> I'm too weak to crawl off of it. <laughs> I I and you know what? Everybody during the pandemic, I can't tell you how much I admire you for doing this, Simka, because everybody during the pandemic is looking for that comfort for you to go. No, I'm gonna do this and make and it harder. And she's renovating. Let's recover. right. So Simka's walking around with a bunch of sprouts in some wrapped up in some kind of sprout wrap changing her bathrooms and, and doing still other- has the energy to Bob Vila this shit. Yeah. And like, for me, I'm like, you know what? I got to figure out when I'm having pizza this week. <laughs> I can't do it every day. Yeah. But you have a child. <laughs> I do not. This like is true. I said, it's just me in my bubble, like walking around. So this is true. Hmm. Hey, uh, Phil. Yeah. What's up with you, buddy? I'm fine. 
All right. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. It was actually a wonderful weekend. Shout out to Citizen, my dad, and my stepmom because I got to hang out with them this weekend. I went home on Saturday, got to see the fights, and shout out to Jimmy Rivera. Absolutely. Show's favorite fighter, classiest fighter I've ever seen. He's a and, UFC darling. And just took a punishing on his front leg. Mm. And finished the damn fight, never gave up, and just all heart, one fight of the night bonus with Munoz. Credit to Munoz, too, by the way, for also being a... And, whoa, I tell you what, Jimmy would have killed me three times with one punch. Munoz took a bunch of them and stood up. Really awesome. Uh, Great fight. So, Jimmy, congrats on sticking it out, being tough as nails. And uh, thanks for having me this weekend, Dad and and Lenny. Yeah. So, I'm happy. Good. I'm glad to hear it. How about you? What's up well, with you? Thank you for asking, <laughs> Phil. Listen, we have a lot to talk about. You come last, okay? That's what... Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm not even going to finish it. Say, sorry. Low-hanging fruit, that's what she said. So, I... Uh, not a ton going on because mostly of the issues that Simka said, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because it's sort of like, I don't know, the wall looks the same today, but <laughs> I will say that the show, Tally's Folly, is going very well. I will plug it more, more, you know, with detail at the end of the episode, but it's going very well. And uh, quick anecdote, I was... It was Talking to the you know the other cast member <laughs> and the director and the stage manager, so our whole team was there. Wow, all four Full of house. us. Mm-hmm. And somehow our podcast came up. I did not bring it up, but our stage manager Kristen, who's a lovely girl, she was she just mentioned name dropped the whip around, and I was like, yeah. Anyway, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> And then she she was a little you know she was very sweet about it and was like I listen you you know and uh and I was like tell your friends and she was like I do <laughs> a huge shout out to Citizen Kristen who uh, gets uh, our, my new award for Sean's gonna make up a Citizen of the Week of the Week <laughs> so congratulations on the inaugural edition Citizen oh. Kristen uh, yeah so that's and otherwise I'm fine too. Well, in that case, I think we should give both of you a chance to win something. If you can spot the fake headline, choo-choo, the weird is coming through. It's time for turn headlines! I can never do this correctly. You're Yoda-ing today. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, let's, I'm gonna, hopefully we stop the Yoda-ing, but who knows? Let's find out. I was going to edit that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I have six headlines from this week's news, except one of them is made up. So spot the fake and win the day. Word. Okay. Ready? Ready. Go. Woman in motorized wheelchair robs downtown Jacksonville Bank. New Jersey man sets fire to own lawn in order to get rid of snow. Two dead after undercover cops shoot each other in Philippines drug bust. Police release man who picked up all garbage along Peoria Main Street while high on meth since, quote, he did a bunch of good. Tenant ordered to vacate apartment for howling like a wolf. And Post Malone covers Hootie and the Blowfish for Pokemon Day celebration. Good grief. <laughs> well, Phil, I don't think Simka or myself are going to be able to do this unless you can go a little faster, please. Woman in motorized wheelchair robs downtown Jacksonville Bank. New Jersey man sets fire to own lawn in order to get rid of snow. Two dead after undercover cops shoot each other in Philippines drug bust. Police re- release man who picked up all garbage along Peoria Main Street while high on meth since, quote, he did a bunch of good. Tenant ordered to vacate apartment for howling like a wolf. Post Malone covers Hootie and the Blowfish for Pokemon Day celebration. Well done, sir. <laughs> So, Simka, uh, in case you weren't already aware, the idea here is we're supposed to identify 
Which one? I'm making up. Phil's bullshit. Uh, uh, as the guest, would you like to go first or pass to me? I'm going to take a guess that it's the one with the police releasing the guy on meth for okay. doing a bunch of good. Okay. Sean, which one are you thinking it is? I was definitely considering that one. Uh -huh. Can I hear the fifth one again? Tenant ordered to vacate apartment for howling like a wolf. I know that somewhere in here you're making a reference, whether it's like that's a movie where the two Philippine cops <laughs> shoot each other. So you're up to something. Or they're all movies or something insane. I'm not saying. And then what's the last one? The last one, Post Malone covers Hootie and the Blowfish for Pokemon Day celebration. I mean, that's asking a lot. <laughs> Isn't it? That's asking a lot. I'm going to... All right, well... It's either Simcoe or or I'm going to win. I'm not going to pick. You're not going to pick the same thing? Right. Or we're all losing. Cause it's you, all possible. Yeah. Statistically not, possible. You're not trustworthy. No, we knew that. I'm going to say that it was that uh, the, the fifth one there. The tenant ordered to vacate the apartment. The tenant the for howling like a wolf. Not a movie reference. That's real. Uh, <laughs> fucking shit. What Sim about hers? Simcoe, you said yeah. police release man. That was the one you thought was bullshit? Yeah. She's got it! Uh, Woo! Uh, way to go. Be oh, man. You beginner luck. <laughs> I want to say things, but I just feel like I can't. So. <laughs> Was there anything that tipped you off, by the way? Yeah, like not in it, like using an excessive abuse of power and force against someone <laughs> who just is clearly struggling with mental illnesses and substance abuse issues. <laughs> Yeah, you know that what? was what gave it away for me you know I what? forgot where I was in retrospect <laughs> it made it way too obvious <laughs> I was like oh no no that would never happen the hell Phil clearly banking on my optimism but Simka <laughs> saw right through it <laughs> I didn't want to pass because I was like, Sean's going to take that. Yeah, I, I, may, I may have, <laughs> although... I, I would have never said you couldn't take the same one, of course. No, of course not. You know, of course not that's not, not the rules But here. she wanted to be right and not on someone's coattails, yeah. which I did. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. And, and you uh, are I definitely not. And I okay. was wrong. And so now... Something special, which is we've got a guest segment. Yeah, the very exciting news here is that Simka is here with. I don't know how much you want to tee this up yourself, Simka. Um, do, is there a name of the segment? Well, I actually, I would like to ask you about that because <laughs> sure, we can, we can, we can cut all this or keep it. Depends on how funny <laughs> okay. it ends up being. Yeah. Um, no, because when we originally talked about me coming on and you were like, do you want to do a recurring segment and what, what do you want to talk about? And I sent you two topics and you were like, cool. What do you want to talk about with food? And I was like, that was neither of the topics that I sent you. But you were like, you could do this about food or this about food. And I was I like, did? Uh, <laughs> well, way to go, bud. Can't cut it now. <laughs> way to go, bud. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm an eater of food. I eat food every day and I, I like it. And I have weird food stories and experiences. So I was just curious, though, why? Why did you suggest food? Honestly, in my head, I thought you did. <laughs> so apparently I hallucinated and you may or may not be on the phone with us right now. Future guests of the whip around will be communicating with me about <laughs> important business. <laughs> I, I really thought I thought she did. I um sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Don't apologize. When I was getting the text messages, I'm like, am I hallucinating? Like, I, I thought maybe we had discussed it before, but I'm pretty sure I never said that. 
But I just want everyone to know that I'm not like a food expert or anything. But I maybe I was like hungry. It. I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right. Ooh, what about brownies? Real brownies. <laughs> Maybe you could do a segment about brownies Maybe with no we beans were in them. About that. <laughs> the only thing that's kicking around in my head right now is 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 just like I'm hungry with Simka. That's like the only like title that came through my brain. Well, she might have a whole title. I think she was really more, and I understand this, in the mood to be like, hey, why the fuck was I railroaded <laughs> into doing what I've done? <laughs> I was just curious if there was some rationale behind it. And, um, but, but yeah, I don't have like an actual think, uh, title for this. But we could talk about I'm hungry because that would make sense. Whatever Sean hungry. wants with Simka. <laughs> make the baby yeah. happy with Simka. <laughs> Stop texting me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Simka, I was just having breakfast, and I was just wondering what you're doing for your breakfast <laughs> segment. Can you tell me something interesting about food? Um, so, yeah, we can definitely talk about food, and also I figured I would kind of lead into it with a little background about my weirdness with food that has, like, gotten weirder as I've gotten older. I mean, that sounds freaking awesome to me on brand right there all right um yeah so when do you want me to go just go yeah whatever whatever whenever whenever you're ready i don't know if you've got notes to call up or anything but we're ready when you are yeah okay so i guess i'll start by telling you a little bit about um just this weird issue that i have with eating um and it's not like an eating disorder or anything like that but it is this strange thing where I'm hungry and I'm excited to eat and everything is fine. And then all of a sudden my brain is like, no, this is disgusting. Like you should throw up. And it's so bad to the point where I, I'll have to spit stuff out of my mouth and like, I can't even look at the food. Like I have to throw it away right away. No one else can eat it. Like every now and then people will be like, do you want me to finish that? I'm like, no. Oh my gosh. Like it's so offensive to me. I have to throw it away right away. And it's terrible. (laughs) I know it sounds like I'm just like a picky eater, but it's not that at all. No, that sounds more than that. Sounds pretty serious. Yeah, I'm not that, that kind sounds, of doctor. Sounds intense. Yeah. Isn't that weird? And I've never, I've met one other person that's had like a similar experience, but I've tried Googling it and it sounds like someone's trying to Google the same thing as me, but nothing ever comes up that actually describes what's happening. So is there not, any medical doctors that in, in the citizenry out there? Yeah. But well, is there is is it something where you're like this is gross and that's where it ends, or is it like this is gross and I'm angry, like I I need to aggressively get rid of this food? You know what I'm saying? No, it, it doesn't make me like angry. Um, if anything, after the fact, I'm like, dang it, I wanted to eat that so bad. Um, but whoa, okay. it it just like sometimes it's a smell like. Sometimes the smell of a cast iron skillet will do it hmm. randomly. And then sometimes it's just nothing. Like I'll just be eating and all of a sudden I'll just always have the same feeling in my stomach. And then I'm just gagging on my food like immediately and have to get rid of it. Whoa. Huh. Yeah. And this has really been weird. always, not just since you've changed to vegan. Always. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make <laughs> sure. Whenever I have these bean brownies. <laughs> Me too. No, not, yeah, it has nothing to do with vegan. I, I mean, I wouldn't say always. I think probably the first time I noticed it, I was like early 20-year-old-ish. Hmm. Oh. And yeah. And sometimes it was stuff that like, like I said, I was really looking forward to eating and, you know, I prepared it or it was at, you know, a really nice restaurant or something. It's not like it was, something was wrong with the food. 
Right. So Simka's got a weird food background, which somehow... <laughs> hey, hey, look what I have tapped into for so, us. <laughs> which I'm just... I'm like, oh, no, because you told us a little bit about the news you brought, and I'm like, who didn't want to eat this thing? So now I'm very curious. Well, the news I wrote is not that... It's not that bad. But anyway, um, so, yeah... Um, it would be nice if anyone in the citizen realm does has heard anyone ever describe this kind of stuff. You um, heard the lady, happening. citizens. You heard <laughs> her. And knew what it was. The um, whiparound but, at gmail.com. I mostly just try to avoid the things that make me feel like that because obviously otherwise I wouldn't ever be able to eat anything. Um, but sometimes it's unavoidable. And the story that I am bringing to you is something that made me laugh a lot at this kid's bravery and defiance of all culinary taste, uh, pun intended, oh, um, boy. <laughs> in his desire to create this thing. But I just admire him so much because he says he, he dreamed it up. Um, and he named it King's Hand, which I've been calling the King's Hand, but it's just King's Hand. Not mm -hmm. the king's hand. I think it's okay. better with a definite article. I like it better. You like it with the king's hand? I do. Yeah, I do. I don't know. I picture him in his dream and like people referring to it as like some sort of food that he had to go get. I don't know. King's hand. But anyway, he calls it king's hand. And it was the main course of a feast during a festival celebration. Um, and when he woke up, he couldn't stop thinking about it. And it took him a week to order the supplies and actually put it together. But what it is, is he baked an M&M cookie and then filled it with Greek salad. Oh, no! <laughs> Why would you do this? I don't know. I know. Like, like I said, I admire his lack of a desire to treat his body right. I don't, like, why would you combine the vinegar and the, the chocolate? I don't know. I, I maybe have, I'm wrong. I, I found the image. I'm not going to say anything until Simka is finished. I, um, I just want. I had to look it up myself. It's worth a googling. Yeah, and I, I, I have questions because you know there's different versions of Greek salad, so I do kind of want to know. Like, did he have olives in his? I was going like, to say, oh, no, come on, it's yeah. worse. <laughs> like, was there feta involved? Um, it looks it like, like it in the picture I'm seeing, but I don't know if this is the genuine article or somebody just trying to ride his insane coattails. Yeah, it does look like he has feta in his, and it also does look like there's, like, black olives, but, uh, yeah. Um, okay. He specifically does not talk about what it tastes like so that people can <laughs> draw their own conclusions. Conspicuous. But, mm, I was yeah. going to say, that's not at all reassuring. <laughs> I have to say I've been intrigued enough that part of me wants to try it. And I know I just said that I have this weird thing about food, but it's not like it's a conscious thing. So, well, like, right now, I'm just like, wow, it sounds so weird. I I almost want to do it, but it, I probably would throw up as soon as I put it in my mouth. I was going to say, at least it would, like, I, I don't mean to diminish this, this strange food thing you have, but if you were eating King's Hand and felt it, I mean... It, <laughs> it entirely make makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like, it sort of goes yeah. right into your your weird wheelhouse. Phil, right. what, what are, Phil, you look studious over there. I, I have so many problems with this. <laughs> I'm wondering about the practicality. Practicality? Of making it. Oh, yeah. right. Now, so, that, Simka, that's a good question for you, actually. Did he, 
get the cookie, put the salad in, and then, like to get the cookie dough, put the salad in, and then bake the whole John? Or did he like? There are M and M's in this hand. Well, yes, an M and M. Really cookie. cute. He actually lines the M and M's up as the knuckles and the nails of the hand yeah. in oh like God. a silicone mold that he bought specifically to bake this thing. So this was a kid or like a teen. He's twenty-eight. Never mind. Well, I nah, it's no excuse. <laughs> I, you know, is, is that what? What is that? Is that a Gen Z? Oh God, I'm oh, not going to get into that uh, fight. I don't it, know. It's either the tail end of millennial. He has a middle or, part. It looks like in in his pictures. So oh, let, let probably... us not let us not wade into this stream. <laughs> I'm not going to. Like I said, I'm not Bitter picking that fight. Feud. Anyway, <laughs> don't make me anyway, this card again. If you were born, kid probably he just has no will to live. He's 28. He's like he's he's been through so much already in his short life that the king's hand was nothing for him. Anyway, <laughs> is this is the king's hand? Simka, in your opinion, is the king's hand indeed a cry for help, I think is the next question. No, I think it's more like a, a declaration of independence, one could say. <laughs> like, he's like thrown off the shackles of this world. He's expanded his mind to another level. He's like, I dream up food. I make it a reality. I eat it. I don't care about your conventional um, culinary discourse. I do my own thing. Like, I don't know. I think he's he's a trailblazer. And yeah. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil, <laughs> that I feel like that is the real episode title. <laughs> just, <laughs> right, just, oh boy. <laughs> I <laughs> first of all, this is fascinating as a food thing. So I'm proud of myself for hallucinating this idea for you. Yeah, <laughs> I am too. I'm glad too. Like honestly, it was it was a strange time too because right after you said that. This king's hand just popped up into some feed of mine that I was looking at and was I like, pr- "I swear perfect. I haven't done this." I was gonna say, "Do you work for Google, Simka?" Here's the, here's my <laughs> idea for you. I want you to uh, just wait, dude. Just wait. I want you to cover food that's weird hybrid stuff. Just release say. the article I should, now. <laughs> I should also cover um, instances of me just casually running into Keanu Reeves and having a great conversation. I'm just putting that out there. Wait, is that is that a thing that happens frequently with you? Oh, look at Phil picking up what she put down. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hang out with Simka more. <laughs> who doesn't? Fair point. Keanu Reeves, that's who. Happens yeah. all the time. <laughs> He's sick and tired of Come on. This girl again? Yeah. Wow. Well, I oh. I don't know what to say. I, I'm like, <laughs> well, I've got, uh, pardon the, 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 the amazing pun here, um, but I have a gauntlet to throw down then. And okay. that is that when the pandemic big dumb thing is is over or over enough we three are going to get together oh, no. and on the show you know we will have made and we will have some king's hand even if simka has already done it because she she oh. might just do it but no we, i'll wait I'll, what, i can wait we got to find a way to make it vegan obviously well, how oh, about, I can do that. Right? I mean, oh, yeah. well, for the I'm butter and the cookie. Yeah. Well, that's Simka's problem. I was going to say, Simka, us. you're on the cookie. I can handle the salad. I will. Sean, you just supervise. Eat it. I'll be the group you encourager. Can, you can eat it first. I'll be the encourager. Fine. <laughs> Fine. So well, maybe my, my new segment could be something that we all have to eat at some point. I think it rides along <laughs> it's with it starting very well. to shape up that way. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. That's good to know. But yeah, I'm down to try this King's Hand with you and, and record our reactions. So. It's going to be sadness. <laughs> and I've been pushing to get us to do like a YouTube arm at some point too. So if we get that going and can see the visuals of this moment, even Yeah, better. that would be great. 
even better. Maybe we'll have to bring back live streaming just for one episode. Just for that? Possible. All right. Well, should we take a yes. break, Simka, so that we can go off the air and tell you how cool your segment was and then come back? Sure. Let's do it. I don't want to compliment you on air. It's tacky. <laughs> yeah. It All right. Well, we will be right back after a very brief, uh, fun, funny, amazing commercial. And uh, this has been, what are we running with, Phil and Simka? What What is the title of the segment so <laughs> Forgot far? Forgot what we decided on. Uh, I don't think we did. <laughs> eat it or something? <laughs> eat it with Simka. <laughs> Just eat it. <laughs> Just eat it. So yeah, we'll be right back. Welcome to Whip Around Burgers and Shakes. Can I take your order? Yeah, I'm going to get some coffee. Are you looking for Twitter, our Twitter account? At the Whip Around? Okay, okay. I, I, I think I'm hearing you're asking about our Instagram account, right? Oh, uh, um. Okay, so you want to reach us at uh, the whip around at gmail.com. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You want to find us on Facebook. There you can talk to us and share ideas back and forth. All right, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to direct you to our website, thewhiparoundpodcast.com. Yeah, you're welcome. Pull on through to the next window. Aw, Phil's rubbing his eyes like a little tired guy. And on cue, March 1st, it's like, oh, yeah, your eyes are going to itch. We are back, and Phil's got problems, and he doesn't seem to have tied it into the fact that he is wearing a pollen hazard for a sweater. <laughs> But yes, we are back. There are many Shut things up. to discuss. We still have Simka here. We obviously still have Phil here in his sweater. We're going to be talking about something. At Surprise! Some point. You didn't comment and on then, the fact that I have the plain ah, green well, shirt. it's like a green on green. Science! It still matters. Damn it! Lovely, very lovely. Mm-hmm. Phil, can I ask a question before you run along too far here? Yeah. What is on your mind, buddy? <sighs> is there? I, I fucking hate this question. <laughs> Is there a COVID of the week, Phil? No. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. What? Simka, off. I'll let Phil explain what normally happens so, there. Again, you just people finding ways to make the big dumb thing worse. This week, I found a bunch of people making the big dumb thing worse, but not in any unique way that we haven't covered on the show before. Oh. Yeah, so uh, no new COVIDiots of the week. People, be strong, round in the corner, getting vaccinated, get that shot in your arm when you get there, and uh, just don't make it any worse. We're almost there, folks. Come on, stick together. So close. So close. So close. So, shall we get into science proper? Let us indeed. Blum! What the fuck? How's <laughs> it gone? Thank you. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like Law and Order or something. I <laughs> guess that would be like Don Don. Yeah, right. Don yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, I was going. I was going for Inception reference here. Oh, Phil, talk about food. No, <laughs> I'm not doing everything. <laughs> how easy that is. <laughs> you had to. I'm you should have texted me beforehand, then maybe I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm very persuasive <laughs> over text, and that's amazing. about it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you incepted me. Okay? Oh, oh we have connective tissue. We have connective. <laughs> So, 
I don't know if you had picked up on this over the last week or so because it's, it started to make the rounds with that headline about scientists figure out how to do inception and other things like that. So uh, this is no. this this is another case where I've got to come in and say this is weird, but you're not getting the real news. Um, hey, you know what? We should have that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, not a lot is known about dreams in general, why they happen, if they serve an actual purpose, what really goes on in your brain when you're dreaming, and a bunch of scientists spread over uh, basically four centuries have shown that, uh, I'm sorry, four continents. <laughs> <laughs> science Fucking is not an exact science. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, fucking autocorrect. Sorry, let me try a third time. Scientists over four countries have shown that it is possible to communicate with people intelligently during their dreaming state. And this was how many hundreds of years ago? No, this is now. It's just <laughs> shut <Wow>. up. <laughs> now. I just autocorrected. Okay. Uh, so it's possible to communicate, but why does this happen? Sleepwalking, sleep talking are things that we all have passing familiarity with. Sure. But the reasoning was, hey, wait, maybe there's a way to do two-way communication during that dream state. Is if your body is active, if your brain is if your brain is active, maybe you can respond. And they were able to demonstrate that yes. Two-way communication is sort of possible when someone's in the lucid dream state. Come on. Now, that's Sean's reaction. Simka, what are you thinking so far on this? How are you feeling about that? Um, I, yeah, I'm more with Sean on that. <laughs> that's what's up. Right? It weirds me out, but I just don't, I, I, I don't see it being real. Good news, it's not exactly real okay and and communicating two-way with someone when they're asleep is more than just like looking at them and shouting are you awake because then it's obvious so while remaining asleep experimenters showed that people could both perceive questions and respond to them um they te- and now <laughs> as long as it's like what do you sound like when you snore i'm with you <laughs> now, this- can you lay real still for me <laughs> <laughs> can you just don't move Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> we see, and that's the that's the thing is I, that's what I was expecting, and of course, immediate red flag for anybody who's listened to the show before. The sample size is small. They tested thirty six people. That thirty six. I was about to ask you if it was under three hundred. <laughs> yeah. 36 people, put them in bed, uh, put the standard electroencephalograph type stuff on their noggins to, like, you know, check their brain waves. No, I'm picturing. Of course, Lewis Tully. From Ghostbusters yeah. right now. Right. I, so yeah. go ahead, citizens. Yeah. So that's going on. Make sure that the brain waves match the sleeping state, right? Because I think you guys know, generally speaking, your brain waves change patterns a little bit when you go into, like, a sleeping yes. state. Yes. Okay. Uh, I know that because of Nightmare on Elm Street, if that gives you any information no, about you know how what? educated I am about dreams. One of the most scientifically accurate horror movies ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Johnny Depp in it. You can trust it. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, 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 now here's the deal. To make sure they're asleep, before they go to bed, they give them a set of instructions to how to give sick... Bear with me. I know. It's putting me to sleep right now. All right. The experimenters um, gave them uh, signals by shifting their eyes... What with their eyes closed? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, like look left for yes and look right yeah. for no kind of shit. You get the gold star science for today, but I don't because people's <laughs> eyes wiggle around when they're yeah, you're sleeping. Just, okay, exactly, exactly, and that's why. Now wait, now it's funny you both mentioned that they wiggle I was around. This guy, if he believes in God, and he was like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, <laughs> then he farted. <laughs> so it's funny you mentioned that though. When you <laughs> when you do. 
rapid eye movement while you're asleep. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's in the vertical. So they actually gave them directions. What? Wait, what? Apparently, rapid eye movement when you're asleep up and down mostly oh, right. takes place. I keep forgetting we're supposed to be asleep doing this with our eyes. <laughs> exactly. So they gave them instructions to shift their eyes left and that. right. I'm already blown away. Sinka, did you know that? That it was up and down during yeah. REM sleep? No. So, so that's apparent. Now it's not exclusively, but it's primarily vertical. So they gave him instructions to shift your eyes. Do don't do it. You have to go to sleep first. Citizens, <laughs> we if you're driving, don't do this. <laughs> if you're asleep and driving, I'm trying to communicate with you. Stop doing this. <laughs> Pull over, please. And if you're asleep and listening, wake the hell up. Come on, we're putting an effort here. So shift their eyes, basically. And by the way, it's not complicated questions either. It's simple stuff like. Eight minus six. Shift your eyes the right number of times to give me the answer. And what they found out was that a small sample of people were able to correctly respond to these kinds of things. Two people were having a stroke and they didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> Talk like that's what gets your recurring segment. By the way. <laughs> right there. Um, they found that the mo- they found that some subjects responded. People didn't. Now here's the weird part to me: when you wake them up, yeah. no recollection of ever being asked the question or responding. Well, they were asleep. Well, that's the thing. And some of them... <laughs> they slept right through <laughs> they it. They slept right though. through it, but they still got it right. Some of them said that they could just hear the voice as if it was coming from like all over during the dream. Some of them that heard and responded to the questions reported that they were having a dream where it came through in context, like on a radio like mm-hmm. that they already had in the dream. So the people... Or could the monster be- chasing them was like, what is eight minus six? <laughs> Answer, I eat you. <laughs> <laughs> so... So now, caveats, this does not work all the time. In fact, most si- of the time. <laughs> 60% of the time, nobody responded, let alone correctly. Um, and also the way... <laughs> what a be the intern. I know. You have to sit there and go like, what is 8 minus 6? And then goes to the next bed. What is 8 minus 6? <laughs> so, so for those of you who are hearing out in the news that the doctors have figured out how to do inception, don't believe that news. This doesn't work largely. It does work to a point, and it seems that we have some way of communicating. Of course, you know how I like to end these, which is, well, what the hell is the point anyway? The goal is, or the hope is, that by taking advantage of this ability to communicate two ways in dreams, maybe we can develop new therapies for, for trauma. Maybe we can develop new ways of like coming up with creative processes. And it might also help people uh, understand those strange mental short circuits that we call dreams in general. So what do you think, Sean? What do you think, Simka, about dreams, about this being viable? Are you worried that anybody's going to incept you now? I would just like to point out that the king's hand came <laughs> from a dream. That was exactly my thought, too. Was this the, the fucking synergy of it all. And you guys had not, literally had not met before. And in fact, I changed my story before I came today to make sure I wasn't going to collide. I wasn't anyway with Simka because I didn't know what she was bringing. And Jill did my original story, too, already with the we are basically all thinking the same stuff. This is terrifying, actually. And, and most of that has to do with Simka being very scary just now. <laughs> I don't want Simka talking to me while I'm sleeping because I feel like that's going to go horribly. Yeah, I just found my next nightmare, I think. It's going to be like her seeming norm- normal and then, what is eight minus six? <laughs> sorry, sorry. That just that freaked me out a little bit. No and- apologies needed. <laughs> all right, and so- Pete, sometimes I talk to him while he's asleep. I just don't realize it. Well, you need to train him to give you responses. Well, apparently he does or she wouldn't be talking. He answers, you're implying, right, Simka? 
I guess no. Maybe I'm just talking and talking. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, look how yeah. look at his eyes. What are they doing in there? And then you'll know. If it's left and right. You know he's responding. If it's right. up and down, slap him. I don't know. Right. Just, yeah, I don't know how he has the ability to fall asleep like immediately, but he does. But now I think I will try to incept him. Sean, now that we've talked about this, so I've got to look for horizontal eye motions, and I've got to get him to know that he's got to do that before he falls asleep. So. Mm-hmm. Will you I'll tell be- him the story of eight minus six is two to the left. <laughs> so, Sean, will you be trying to incept Kate to make real brownies then? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> that, if Kate is one of those people that I've, I've told this to her. I'm not I'm not stabbing anybody in the back okay. here. But when she I don't know what what you're like, Phil, when you wake up. I'm sorry to say, Simka, I don't know what you're like the moment you wake up. But Kate. um, Okay. A bit of an obscure reference for any of our citizens that were born ridiculously late. But uh, in Overboard, do we remember the movie Overboard? Nope. Yes. Okay. Well, there's a scene in Overboard where Kurt Russell effectively, like, dunks Goldie Hawn in a rain barrel. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And she explodes. Out, and she's, like, sleeping catatonic kind of thing. It's, I promise it's a comedy. And she explodes. That's Hollywood story. <laughs> she explodes out of the barrel with this gasp. Well, that's how Kate wakes up. If she's abruptly woken up. And I, but I mean, even like, hey, hey. Hey, your head's on fire. You know what I mean? Like, or, or like, oh, hey, you know, it's it's eight o'clock. Like, we should really get up. She does this like, thing. Oh. and uh, so no, I will don't not risk incepting her right now because she will Freddy Krueger me. Got it? Okay. Uh, but I, I'm just impressed by the fact that this is centuries old stuff. It's not centuries old. So you dick. God damn it! <laughs> autocorrect. That's 400 continentaries. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve that for not. But I, I, I think it's mildly interesting is my reaction and it's 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 sort of i feel like it would take work to come up with all this stuff to have all this you know um i don't know the process of all this and then only get 36 people <laughs> yeah right it's like we want to study your dreams eh, all right i think you have to turn people away to go no we got 36 we're full we're gonna pay you, you to know, sleep. i keep trying to get in sleep studies and i keep getting <laughs> yeah, nobody declined, gets in. and i want to know why any citizens out there doing sleep studies? Yeah, the contact, contact <laughs> Simka. Let us know why, and then let us know why you've rejected her. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's okay. really what I'm interested in because, like you said, you know, there's only 36 in this study. Like I could have been in their study, but nobody wants me. Maybe I don't know. Well, boy, this is, this is now a very special whipper. <laughs> oh. Simka, you're good I enough. Need to be in a sleep study, please. <laughs> you're smart enough, and doggone it, stop citizens being so like vegan. You. Uh, no, I kid. I jest. Now, listen. <laughs> are we ready to shift gears a little bit? Yes. Yeah. As long as you're, as long as that the story is well yeah, and truly we're, done. Yeah, we're well Phil. and truly wrapped. Okay. Well, look. I want to change things up, and I'm happy to be able to say this too. I, who normally, of course, do the macabre stuff, I've got a really fun game based Ooh. on some dark shit that does have to do with food and it looks like we're all in some way shape or form kind of tagging up like you know phil sort of branched over all right, right and now bring it back yeah and so what we've got and uh simka the rules are going to be very simple so don't worry if the name is not familiar but uh we are going to be playing card sharts deadly yum yums edition <laughs> now the rules are simple as i have intimated i'm going to go back and forth what are you showing me right now can I have the pen, please? Well, just fucking say it. 
<laughs> Rules are simple. I'm going to go back and forth between the two of you. I've got six total, so you each get three shots at this. Each turn, I'll ask one of you to decide if the food death-related number that I give you is higher or lower in reality, right? So if I if I said, oh, the whip around is five years old, you know, is it higher or lower than five? You know, and you had to guess what the real number was, higher or lower. Phil, you would say... Higher because I'm naive. It's going great. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> Simkin, you get the basic idea. I'm going to give you a scenario and then say, like, but was it higher or lower than this number of whatever? Yeah, got you. Okay. Phil, are you okay, too? I'm fine. <laughs> all right. So, all right, Simka, you get to decide who goes first, you or Phil. Phil, I would love to to see the time to Phil. <laughs> all right, all right, Phil. All right. <laughs> Phil, here we go. Uh-huh. Number one. Mm-hmm. We've all heard the, the, the wise, in fact, the wise advice to be very careful about eating mushrooms in the wild, mm-hmm. as the fun guy can be a real buzzkill in the way they can be... Uh, well, people kill. Yeah. So uh, th- that's largely, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but this is largely due to something called cyclopeptide compounds. This is news to me. So cyclopeptide producing mushies are like the death cap mushroom. Okay. okay? Now that stuff and those other Amanita mushroom variants are responsible for a lot of mushroom related problems. I can imagine. On average, uh-huh. how many Americans actually die each year from mushroom poisoning is that corpse pile higher or lower than 10 deaths a year just in america just in america Mm -hmm. okay higher Uh, or lower the good news is when you're a corpse if you got some fungi around perfect just decompose you this is true i'm gonna start i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's higher i think there are more than 10 deaths a year in america from that the man knows how to play something, but not this. It is lower. Oh. According to a study focused on mushroom poisonings, which is right up my, again, <laughs> I'm like, I'm in, uh, from 1999 to 2016. This is published in the Journal of Shit Sean likes. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, because especially considering mushrooms and shit, that's, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, it's a rather flaccid 2.9 deaths a year in the oh, U.S. Thanks to shrooms. Weak. Uh, all right. Simka, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, now the other silent killer in the world besides the old SBD, am I right? (laughs) Is actually the staunchly unassuming family of leafy greens, believe it or not, is a a big issue for like FDA, CDC, leafy greens. Now, whether it's E. coli or just like general general funkiness, salads... Yeah, salads are actually pretty dangerous to Americans compared to some other foods. <laughs> Thankfully, Americans aren't in that much danger from it. Thanks. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> now that you're uh, hey, I feel attacked. <laughs> right. But just how dangerous are these things? And the CDC reported that of all the food-based poisonings between 1990 and 2006, what percentage of all of those cases came from leafy greens? Okay, so the percentage of total food-based poisonings uh-huh. from 90 to 2006, what percentage of it was because of leafy greens? Is it higher or lower than 50%? I'm going to go with higher. I've heard about um, a lot of different you know, outbreaks, I guess, and I, I 
I think you know you're underestimating the salad eating population in this country. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with higher than fifty percent. Right, so we've got a salad bowl is half full person over here, I guess. Uh, it is lower. Oh, Catch wow! Again. Spinach, who, who we <laughs> ought to assume has that has killed Popeye at this point. Uh, <laughs> it clocks in at a respectable thirty percent. Uh, spinach and other greens, uh, 30% of those food poisoning cases. It was 13,568 cases of leafy green poisoning in the U.S. between 1990 and 2006. I tell you, I'm stunned. I would have thought it would have been way higher, too. Well, hey, yeah, man, you think- Of course, as soon as I said it, I was like, no, come on. Like, how many people are here? Like... And and yet, and this is what I choose to eat every day. <laughs> but we're, I don't know. Living on the edge, Simka. Living on the edge. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, we're relatively, Simka, chiefly among us, but we're relatively healthy people. Oh, yeah. Generally speaking. Yeah. Uh, and so maybe that's why we were sort of tilted the other direction. Probably. Phil. Yeah. Sean. Number three. Uh-huh. Let's stick with that same 1990 to 2006 study that I was referencing with Simka. Okay? <laughs> okay. Another food item on said list that the FDA is often concerned with is the humble potato. How about them apples? Or dirt Palm de terres. Apples. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> Firstly, know that thanks to salmonella and E. coli, over 3,600 Americans were food poisoned by taters sad. in said study. What I want to know is, of those cases, what percentage of potato poisonings Tea. occurred due to eating restaurant food? Okay. So if they're so dangerous... What about when we're at restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. So are we safe when the pros cook for us? So is the percentage of potato poisonings from 1990 to 2006 higher or lower in restaurants, higher or lower than 20%? Uh, I'm going to go against my judgment and play the man, mm. and I'm going to say higher on this one. You're right, Phil. Oh! Play me and not Ooh. the game. Shout out, Boise. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> potatoes. Well, first time for everything. <laughs> I know someone, Boise. I didn't say you didn't know anyone, but the fact that <laughs> someone's like, yo, 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 shout out to my dude to Boise. <laughs> I love that city. It's a nice city. Sure. Send us potatoes. Whatever. The percentage of spudborne illness passed via restaurant food, according to the study, is, quote, over 40%. I wouldn't have thought it was that high. In the restaurant. No, all potato That's scary actually yeah so eat those i'm still eating fries eat I don't those give a shit. <laughs> spuds at home i guess okay simka are you ready i'm ready it's i believe so far it's one it's one, one to nothing well yeah but- so you can climb right back into this all right so let's get to the rotting bottom line here per the cdc simka just how many americans die on average every year due to food poisonings okay so again we're going by the cdc about how many americans Die every year thanks to food poisoning in the U.S. How many of those tummy troubles are terminal? Is it a number that is higher or lower than 6,000? Die. Uh, Oh, I'm going to go with lower. She's back in it. The CDC, uh, now under new management, hooray, says the number of food poisoning caused deaths in the U.S. is just over 3,000 of us every Mm. year. It's as George Carlin would say, it's a minor risk. <laughs> uh, okay, so Phil, you're going to have to, you know, if you want to win this thing and not uh, hold I off got, my crazy I'm... tiebreaker, great. You're going to need this. Yeah. So, last one Come in regulation on, play for you, Phil. Yay. According to Japanese culture, cultural and tourism site Nippon.com, mm-hmm. quote, 
According to the Ministry of Health, even today, half of all food poisoning deaths in Japan come from eating blowfish. Mm. In a typical year, some blank number of people suffer fugu poisoning each year. Now, we all know the drill here. The deadly pufferfish, chock full of tetrodotoxin, tetrodotoxin, however you say it, the tetra. Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Which causes <laughs> numbness, paralysis, violent body quakes, and death by respiratory shutdown within 20 minutes to three hours after eating. So, let's fill in that blank, Phil. In a typical year, according to Nippon.com, is the number of folks in Japan poisoned by fugu higher or lower each year than 100? You know, I know we always like to think of it as adventurous. I think it's not as big a deal as I think people think it is. I'm gonna. There go, are I gotta, now before you answer. There are restaurants in Japan who specialize. Oh, I'm aware. Exclusively. Okay. And I would think that if you did, you'd do it right, or people <laughs> wouldn't show up again. And there was a famous like soap opera star type guy, I think, in the '90s who ate it until he died. Well, you know, again, I'm still going lower. Oh, I'm glad. I, I just, I just, I'm glad for your answer being your answer. I just like, I can't help but talk <laughs> about dark shit. I know. It is lower, Phil. It is. According yep. to Nippon.com, the number is about 50. So it's still fairly like, oof. Uh, in an average of 30 incidents, by the way. So it's it's always like about 50 people in about 30 incidents, which I find amazing because that means that some of these people are dropping in groups. <laughs> yeah, well, you, that makes sense though, right? And uh, poisonings oh. of this kind are very often fatal, of course, as it, it happens fast and there's no antidote to <laughs> tetrada toxin. Wee. Simka, have you ever had fugu? No, never had fugu. Would you ever consider having fugu? Not at this point in my life. Um, Too much to look for. You have a a very good. You have a very good out. (laughs) Maybe back when I was younger, I would have. I I would have tried it if it had ever been somewhere that like they were like, "This is our thing, and we serve it all the time." Like if I was in Japan, but yeah, there's no way I trust it over here. Definitely. Well, yeah, um, it, it doesn't really appeal to me in general. I was never a huge fish eater in general. Hmm. All right, fair <laughs> enough. That's a good ritz. Hey, chock full of good reasons. To yeah, it was good. Yeah. Then. Uh, so, Simka, you're uh, you're gonna. Uh, she needs it. I want to get it. Come on, yeah, bring us gonna, the tiebreaker, Simka. You gotta one. get it. So All right. Are, are you ready? I'm ready. Final question of regulation play. Jumping right in. Ice cream, Simka. Ice cream. Maybe the saddest fact of all here is that ice cream accounts for plenty of listeria cases and other (laughs) dairy-related illnesses every year. You're going to say getting run over by the ice cream truck. (laughs) Oh man! I mean, it has happened. I've seen video. I'm sorry. Like from where? Where did I see the video? Yeah. There's this famous like like YouTube type oh. like it's it's a if you just google like guy hit by ice cream truck there's like this chonky dude who's having this really great day and he's like dancing in the street <laughs> and like an ice cream truck just kind it doesn't like kill him but it gives him a nice thunk before it breaks and the person realizes I just I just hit like a happy dancing black dude with my ice oh, cream I truck. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> he's like this jolly dude too and then anyway. I'm sorry. Anyway, range <laughs> video. Anyway, well, well the around to the will internet. expose you to many things. But anyway, yeah. anyway, ice cream can be terrible for you. One year was especially bad for ice cream. In 1994, 
we saw the biggest icky ice cream event in history when, quote, popular uh, a popular ice cream manufacturer used the same truck to haul raw, unpasteurized eggs and pre-mixed. ice cream premix. Oh, wow. Contaminated with salmonella and root to the plant, the premix was not pasteurized again before being incorporated into ice cream products. Result, thousands of people sickened in how many U.S. states? Ooh. Now, so did the spread of the sweet nastiness reach a number of states higher or lower than 25? So a major ice cream ice cream distributor screws the pooch and distributes their ice cream. Sickness is spread higher or lower number of states than 25. Um, I'm going to go with lower. Are you sure? Well, I'm just thinking about, like, regional distribution patterns for, like, where they would, you know, send things from one plant. And, yeah, I don't think they would okay. cover 25 states. All right. I like your But reasoning. maybe, I, I mean, I'm, I, I feel like you're about to tell me I'm very wrong. <laughs> well, the, the fact of the matter is you're actually very perceptive because I am. It is higher. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the uh, <you> dick. <laughs> If she doesn't know that about me by now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The uh, the chili outbreak ended up sickening Americans in no fewer than 41 wow. states. That is, the, again, the, to Simka's reasoning, that's sure. stunning. Yeah, this I, is what I want to know. Like, where... What was the company? Yeah, how I, much? Well, <laughs> and how did we miss it? Right this? in the middle hey. of, this, hey. of the country? <laughs> I will have order! <laughs> but, the, uh, the t- shut the hell I will up, turn Bill. this podcast around right now. Yeah. <laughs> What if we did one day and just, I was like, you know what? And it was just, I would even add a little like flat line. I'm doing that one day. Anyway, the total number of people affected was at least 224,000 Wow, people sickened. Uh, a, a Minnesota-based scientist... Uh, like I was a University of Minnesota or whatever. I don't know, you look it up. Uh, quote: The team calculated that nearly 3.4 million people ate some of the 1 million gallons of ice cream shipped from the plant. Remember, it was in that premix, which means yeah. that can stretch that for a lot. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so oh, anyway, yeah. some of the, it's 1 million gallons of ice cream shipped from the plant September 1994, and 6.6% of the people who ate it got sick, works out to 224,000 cases Jeez. of food poisoning. Uh, he later noted, by the way, he was like, and by the way, that is a conservative estimate. Um, oh, and the, the company, I hadn't heard of it. So Simka, Phil, you guys let me know in your worldliness, because I, Schwann's, S-C-H-W-A-N, Schwann's Ice Cream, which I assume goes out under a lot of different labels when it actually, I, you know, for all I know, it's Turkey Hill. Or right. Whatever. The- Don't sue us, Turkey Hill. It's probably not you. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of it, but Simka? Yeah. It sounds like something my grandmother ate, but oh. I can't say for any certainty. Like, it sounds familiar, but... She, she Maybe it's get, not even around anymore. She didn't get really sick in 1994, did she? <laughs> um, no, I... No, right. I don't think so. Good. <laughs> little... I think she was dead. But... That's a little... T- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I mean... No. Oh, dear. No, she was alive. Now you're speaking my <laughs> language, though. <laughs> this episode oh, you just ha- really you went my direction. That, you handled that perfectly. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what Phil does sometimes. That sounds very <laughs> like, well, so and so's dead. <laughs> also, uh, per the CDC, it's also um, significantly more dangerous still, though, to make ice cream at home than to I'm buy sure. it in the store sure. because of you know the potential issues of eggs and all that. And people stuff. are stupid. <laughs> so whatever. But you know what? I'm going to give a tiebreaker anyway and give Simka credit for being on this show 
in the pandemic, having been bullied into a segment. So I'm going to call it even now and give you all a tiebreaker. You ready for I'm this? In, I'm in. All right. All right. Simka, you're going you're gonna to want to listen closely. All right. Per the CDC. Well, she's probably going to want to jot her answer down. Why too. should we start paying attention to you now? You know what? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not remembering my own conversations. Per the CDC, on average, for the both of you here, how many Americans are hospitalized every year thanks to foodborne illness in the U.S.? So how many of us are laid low enough that we're admitted to the hospital due to food-based poisoning in the U.S.? And again, that is according to the Center for Di- Centers for Disease Control. Are we doing this prices right? Close this without going over? Well, or? I want you to round to the nearest thousand. Okay. We're not doing prices prices right rules. Oh, fine. So just whoever is closest, round to the nearest thousand. How many people go to the hospital? Due to or are admitted to are admitted to the hospital for food related illnesses slash poisonings. Okay, and this was last year. Every year, on average. Uh, I think the the last update to the study was from last year. And I've got Phil's... Phil, you're going to read that out loud, though. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't want to tune. No, I'm done here. I trust you, Phil. (laughs) I'm not going to be like, you just said that when she answered. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't trust me, apparently, because I'm like, here, vouch for me. It's the sweater. (laughs) Fuck you. You look shady. Wait, in a sweater? I might have, like, Werther's Originals in this shit. Now you're not getting any. I don't think I'd want whatever you grew in that sweater. Simka, are you ready? I think so. Do you like how I'm yeah, yelling, I mean, at, my, I have I'm a, yelling I have at my computer screen? My head, but... All right, so uh, Phil, I'm going to have you go first. I said 200,000 per year. Phil says 200,000. Simka, what is your guess? I 157,000. We're in the same ballpark, you and I, at least. Well, folks, we have a winner. Simka Griffin wins! The actual number was 128,000 per year admitted to the hospital. So, Simka, congratulations! Well, well. You have (laughs) defeated Phil at, I was going to say like his own game, but you've defeated Phil at the whip around. So, you're the new co-host of (laughs) Whip! Hey, alright. I kid, I kid. So, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to, we're going to, you know, use the facilities if we need to. We're going to get drinks of water. We're going to definitely not eat ice cream. Don't and, go to sleep, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. especially if you're driving. Right. I am applying to sleep studies. <laughs> and make sure you don't eat anything you dreamed of. Uh, but we'll be right back. Are you not just into weird news? Are you also into sports and high-energy octane excitement? I was told there wouldn't be a premise. I know. I just get excited when I think about sports because the boys from Potadelphia make me excited about Hike. Philadelphia sports. Home run. They talk about the Phillies. Score! They talk about the Eagles. Go, 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 go! They sometimes talk about the Union, but they also talk about the Flyers and the 76ers. This cup is too tight. You should not be wearing it on your face. Helmet. New episodes come out every Monday. Dave. Chuck. And Juicy Jeans. It's been a fantastic time listening to them. They make your morning commute that much better on the Monday. Enjoy them. Penalty box is the funniest part. Oh, my God. Chuck's penalty box. Haven't had river, uh, Riverboat Jeans bets uh, recently. Yeah, where's that? Bring that back, guys. Fucking A. But we still love Damn you. Damn it. And we still listen to you. This is me yelling at Potadelphia. Okay, we are back <laughs> on the whip around. We were just waxing nostalgic about how bad the ending of Game of Thrones was. So, you know, whip around at gmail.com if you got a problem with that. Hey, but guess what? <laughs> 
What? It's time for three for the road. That time of the show, we talk about the things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular one of the show. Didn't fit in with the theme of the show, such as it is. What's going to happen is Simka is going to watch in awe. Well, she can't really. She's not even on Confusion. video, so it's going to be just Simcoe watching her room while Phil and I volley back and forth talking about weird news stories that are burning a hole in our brain. We each get three turns, thirty seconds apiece. Now, when the thirty seconds we're going to give him turn is up, you'll hear something a little bit like this, which is Desi the Decibel played probably with much extra gusto because she has missed Phil and he's here. Anyway, she's signaling it's time to shut the fuck up, move on to the next person again. Once we do that three times a piece, that'll be it. Uh, we will go back to talking to Simka, who's been a wonderful guest thus far, and I'm sure we'll finish out even better. <laughs> and then we will transition into some plugs, and I'll, you know, we'll in- accidentally insult some podcasts, and that'll be that. <laughs> that'll be the show. Uh, so I had brought the game, but I so don't... So then it's my turn. So then Phil's going to be going first, and so I'm curious. Phil? Do you have questions for me? Where did you get that sweater? Express. How long long did it take to grow? <laughs> Five weeks. And go! In Bring This President Over Here news, a court in China has ordered a man to pay for housework his wife did over their five-year marriage. According to a new civil code in China, spouses entitled to see compensation in divorce if he or she bears more responsibility in child raising, caring for elderly relatives and such. As such, the wife requested compensation during divorce proceedings for the husband not shouldering any support. The court uh, ordered uh, about 7700 U.S. dollars compensation. Needless to say, this both sparked happiness that someone was recognizing the value of domestic labor and calling for equal share in the roles around the house uh, and also pissing people off because it really amounts to not a whole lot for five years dealing with this guy's shit. Still, everyone pitching their relationships or it might cost you. In Citizen Suggestion News, Citizen Marion suggested my first story this week. An Australian wild sheep was found in a forest a few weeks back, and due to a lack of trimming or ability to avoid being a snurt cloud, rescuers saw a swollen sheepish thing, quote, hidden under a mass of wool and dirt that weighed a whopping 35 kilograms. That's Whoa. five years of unchecked wool growth, sufficient to crowd up the sheep's head and force out its ear tags, which in sheep world must be like burning off your fingertips. Anyway, uh, you know, hours of shearing later, workers of Victoria-based Edgar's Mission Farm Sanctuary have themselves confused, freshly sheared an anonymous sheep they're calling uh, rack get it (laughs) this feels shady actually (laughs) fuck that sheep i don't trust him where do you think I got the sweater from? Uh, in- <laughs> 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 Bonus bell. Uh, but in uh, but are you tired of the snow news? I'm sure we're all tired of the snow piling up, not having anywhere to put it uh, or getting plowed in again. But one Ukrainian man took an extreme step to get a street plowed after experiencing record snowfall across the region. An unnamed man in the village of Grobyanrudnya was <laughs> tired of subpar plowing, so he called the cops, told them that he murdered his mom's boyfriend, and that they better bring a plow to get to his house if they wanted to claim the victim and arrest him. Well, the cops showed up on an ATV and found no body. Turns out he just wanted the cops to plow the damn road and thought that this might work. He's facing a fine of around $3.50 U.S., but uh, as of the morning after the call, the road was plowed, so hey, might be worth it if you snowed in. What? what, what is, where is he from? Grubnubya? Ewok Village. In one thing at a time, news! A Sacramento plastic surgeon is under investigation by the Medical Board of California after appearing at a scheduled Zoom hearing in the middle of a fucking surgery! Dr. Scott Green appeared on screen for an official traffic violation trial with mask, bloody hands, and beeping machinery prompting confusion from a court clerk and a justifiable abrupt end to the proceedings by a judge who noted they should proceed, quote, when you're not actively involved or participating in attending to the needs of a patient. Yeah, so now Green's traffic ticket is the least of his problems, and I hope his face needs some work after landing in jail. Dick. Grubova Rudnia is what you needed. <laughs> and I'm the mayor of this bathroom news. <laughs> A strange little app topped the App Store charts in Australia. Poop Map was released in what? Australia and promptly dropped the deuce on the competition, going to number one so fast, Uh-oh. Apple thought they were full of shit. As it turns out, it's a pretty simple app that has one button you press when you, quote, drop the poop, and it logs your log. It tracks when and where you poop your number twos and can let others around you know, where, know when you stop to drop the plop. Apparently, it also 
also lets you know, quote, sends a, quote, destroyed, sends a notification, quote, destroyed the toilet to your friends. It went viral on TikTok, and now the designer, uh, Nino, used lack of scrambling to add server space to make sure all those Tuesday buddies out there know who's moving their bowels and where. I'm just flushed with happiness for this little turd of joy. That shit is demoralizing, Phil. And in murder stops the death news, an Oregon woman, known only by her Reddit username, Cran, fed and befriended <laughs> a group of crows over the years and ended up with a self-described army of the intelligent avians. And at first, neighbors loved it, but when the crows took exception to neighbors dropping by, the charm wore thin. But a few months back, one of Cran's neighbors fell in his icy driveway and was unable to get back up. The crows seemed to have saved the dude's life as they kicked up an almighty caw cacophony <laughs> that brought attention to the collapsed fellow who was then rescued. Quote, they are, then all the neighbors loved him, and they shouted out, Glee, crows will always be welcome in our slippery city. Thank you. <laughs> You've never done the lounge singer in the middle of a threefer. I'm impressed. Thank you so much. And on time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I, You know, I have so many people to thank. Most of them are crows. Uh, <laughs> Some of them are octopodes. Shout out to my peeps in Grubnubya. <laughs> so uh this is the part of the show we would normally do plugs and i do want to give you first shot at anything going on that you want people to pay attention to in your world or in the world at large simka what do you think well i have something coming up my friend and i um kind of we reunited at our 20-year high school reunion um as you do at these things Mm. and decided that we were going to put together some sort of little video series and blog. And part of that is me recreating my recipes that I'm trying to take comfort foods that I loved before being vegan and, you know, make it vegan. So uh, soon people will be able to actually check out what I've made and try it themselves and hear my little stories and experiences in the kitchen of the things that I do right. And the things that go really, really wrong and you can guarantee that there will be no king's hand um, in any of the recipes. Well, shit. Yeah. 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 Coming Keep soon, it up in mind. And, um, yeah, you can look for that soon. I'll let, I'll let everybody know once it's ready to go. And we're, we're thinking that's going to be like a YouTube kind of thing? Or is it going to live on a website? Not sure yet? It's going to live on a website. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hey, yeah. we're going to be posting that link as soon as Simka has it to give to us. Yes. So be, you know, stay tuned. And uh, we're hoping, Simka, that you'll be back on the show. So hopefully, you know, when, when it's ready to rock, you'll be here to tell us in person or yes, uh, the big dumb anytime. thing is still going. Then we'll do it over the computer again. Okay. Yeah, let's hope not. But I know. If I we know. must. Uh, Phil? Yes? Do we have anything else that we definitely want to plug? Uh, I should plug my wife, as always, and uh, the Magician's Assistant Etsy shop and Facebook page for all of your chain mail, jewelry, and by the way, costumes still available. If you got any ideas, get them in. And also, she keeps reminding me, hey, if you have a favorite article of clothing that you don't want to get rid of that needs repairing, she can do that too. Oh, hey. Yeah. So, uh, And actually, she is right in the middle of making a wedding dress for a friend of ours. So uh, super excited about that. She's, are they getting married or something? Yes, actually, finally. <laughs> well, that's apropos. Yeah, it's kind of appropriate. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Your turn. Hey, when you're done listening to this podcast, if you say to yourself, like, boy, I wish I could just read a book and do something smart, but I actually don't really want to read said book, you could listen to a podcast where they talk about having read some books. <laughs> it is called Slow Readers, and it is hosted by several homo sapiens <laughs> whose names... Not even going to bother insulting by saying them out loud. They're just amazing, and they do tangents, spell poorly when it comes to other people's names, and uh, great 
couple of guys. They have a new episodes coming out on Mondays right now. I think they're on what the, hopefully the tail end. Tail, we're of hoping the, the tail end of hiatus. If what I heard Gabe say in the uh, I don't know who that is. episode was that uh, Daniel's just too damn busy working. You bastard. <laughs> don't know either of those names. Phil, any other podcast you wanted to plug? Yeah, do you not like reading at all? Are you illiterate, possibly, but you oh like God. sports? <laughs> you get more hostile every week. <laughs> Just aggra- I would like to aggressively plug anybody who's into Potadelphia. <laughs> the only... Oh, the only Philly sports show that matters. Coming at you with news from the uh, Phillies camp. Spring training started. It is a beautiful time of year. We've got the Flyers coming down the home stretch and the Sixers almost into the playoffs. The Eagles draft is next month, and they might actually like get some. Hosted ably. You know what? I'm not going to name them because you know what? If we're not naming the slow readers, we're not going to name them. Juicy Gene. <laughs> Ah, both of these every Monday ish. Potadelphia has been shifting around depending on if they've got a, a, a raw nerve episode. Yeah, which is the game night. Yeah, raw so reaction. Tuesdays, couple Wednesdays, but mostly Mondays. Yeah, they're all great. Also, and the, the YouTube painted lines, painted lines, YouTube uh, presence, sports awesome. thing. It's awesome too. They're yeah. YouTube and look up Potadelphia. They're great. Find is them the on point. YouTube. They're is great. The, is the whole idea here now? Now. I would also like to encourage you, Phil, to to be the one to talk about contacting us. You do it beautifully. Well, when you when you do it. Well, now I'm on the spot, so you know I'm going to yub nub this up. So, (laughs) (laughs) I disparage your homeland. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, contact us on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, Most of the time, you'll be getting me. Occasionally, you'll be getting Sean. Depends on if I come stumbling into the conversation (laughs) every now and then randomly. But share those posts. That really helps. Save the posts on Instagram. That helps a super lot too. We really appreciate that. Or reach out at thewhiparound at gmail.com. And of course, our main website, the Whiparound Podcast. Dot com where you can find all of our episodes past present and future yeah and don't forget we are still of course accepting any uh balderdash psychic type questions you would like answered in a not decidedly non-psychic fashion and also as you notice we yes we do have guests on this show we do get around to it eventually i swear looking forward to more of that too yeah 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 simka's special though she had to come first here well she's yes well she's been on you know she's no stranger to you know, you know, you know. She, she could give Ward a run for his money. I could give a Ward. Yeah, he's, he's a recurring guest with a segment. Now you you join an elite list. Yeah, I I, I know. I feel honored and humbled. Well, that's what we're going for. Really I mean, grateful. Then we're doing our job right. Yeah, that's the first time anyone has had any of those feelings in relation to this show. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that we are forgetting, Phil, besides effusively thanking Simka for being with us this week? I think effusive thanks is about where we're at in the show. Yeah, Simka, thank you effusively. I would like to effusively thank you because this is fun. Like, oh. you know, I'm just wandering around in my shavings, wondering when my water bottle is going to get filled and... Hoping someone leaves the TV on, so this has been great. Call back to our, <laughs> our, our most rodent-friendly of friends. Yeah. Uh, gotta be honest, it's interesting that when we were talking about that, we never brought up the fact that it would be very convenient to pass between rooms via cylinder. You know, yeah, between right. like translucent cylinder. I would love to transport here to the studio by cylinder. Right, just come trundling cut the, through. Cut the freaking traffic out. Yeah. Oh, God. It would be so great. 
Yeah. I like it. The, the hamsters, huh? How about it? <laughs> How about and they it? only live two years. That's like the best <laughs> thing about it. Yeah. My, well, my, perfect for Sean. My first experience with death um, oh, was my hamster, Rocky. Uh, I, I He wouldn't wake up. It, I was, what, like six or seven? Why you, at, you looked at me like I knew. It was a rhetorical <laughs> what? And you were there. That sweater must have been around. <laughs> anyway, I like I went to like nudge him to be like okay you know? and he was like rock hot like rigor mortis <laughs> hamster and i Aww. panicked and like called my dad crying and i'm like yeah, he's dead which what what does what does one do when one's child is like the hamster's dead you go like oh yeah oh yeah, <laughs> yeah right. wow and and with that yeah. citizens and that cheery note just remember, rigor mortis or not, we love you. I miss you, Rocky. <laughs> we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Rocky! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Some of them are octopodes. Shout out to my peeps in Grubnubya. <laughs> 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 <laughs>